Hey, hey, hey. Did you know I wrote a book? It's called The Value Method, Five Steps to Unlocking Your Greatest Potential. And in it, I share just that. Five wildly easy, actionable steps that will set you up to have a greater human experience daily. I've included interactive worksheets and small assignments at the end of each chapter. You're literally creating a living blueprint of your best life. Be sure to check out the show notes for the link to purchase your copy and a copy for a friend. What's up, everyone? This is Resilience in Action with Aaron Brown, the number one podcast for anyone looking to have a greater human experience. What's going on, everyone? This is another episode of Resilience in Action with Aaron Brown, and I am here with the wonderful, wonderful Kristen Farr. Kristen Farr. I also yeah, go by Kristen Vibrant, so Farr or Vibrant. I am I am so glad that we have you here so you can shed light on some things that I know are pressing in these times. Um, but before we even get into the nitty gritty, go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself. Thank you, Erin. Thank you, everybody who's listening as well. And I just kind of want to touch on that, why I'm saying far or vibrant. That's a little bit of resilience in action there as well. As you know, when we're going through our healing journey, Part of what we have to face is that we're not where we come from. We're not what people have given us, Mm. but we are stepping into a version of ourselves that, yeah, feels a bit scary because no one has given us this example, but self-love and trust. My part is vibrant. So Christine Vibrant started out as Christine Everett in a small, teeny tiny town in South Africa during the dark times. Mm. Now, the dark times were the apartheid times. And when I came in, it was in the uh, late 70s, early 80s. And for a lot of people who do not know, that was one of the worst eras. It was awful. And as I look back and as I kind of dive into my own history to figure out who I am, what I'm releasing, what my programming is, what made me who I am and why this is so important that your healing journey takes all of your love and energy. Yeah. I kind of found like, wow, my voice is valuable, not -hmm. because of who I am or where I'm from, but just because of my experience to go, I've come from a place of darkness, but I never liked it. And I always pushed against it. And I always questioned and I felt the fear of the adults around me. And as a child, I didn't understand it, but I felt the fear. And what I did, Erin, as a child, which a lot of us do, I started to be quiet. Mm. I thought my voice didn't matter. And so at the age of 10, we went to a different school. I went from a, a, um, we had like a little elementary school in South Africa because we still have slightly different kind of um, way of schooling than people in Mm -hmm. America. And I went from co-ed school to all girls. And that was a little bit scarier too, because I was the one who started her womanhood, her femininity way earlier than everybody else. Gotcha. Big red flag for endometriosis. Just want to drop it there. Anyone who started becoming a woman before the age of 15, this is a big red flag for us. Didn't know it at the time. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So that scared me and I was quiet and the silence got worse. So I didn't speak her from the age of 10 to 15. Wow. I stuttered. Yeah. If I had to say my name, it was <laughs> wow. Right. Yeah. And then my mom died on my 15th birthday. Wow. And I sat with it and I thought, oh, heck, now what? Now what? But what had come into my life? My school had opened up to all races. 
We were the first in the country. I had made friends with people who were different from me because I knew that we could teach each other and learn from each other and just find out what life was. And they taught me so much about resilience and strength. Can you imagine what it was like to come into a school in South Africa after apartheid with Nelson Mandela's example ahead of you, but here you're coming into an all-girls school, you don't know what to expect. Mm -hmm. That took courage and resilience. Yeah. And Absolutely. so I took the example of those around me. Guess what I did? Climbed a stage, auditioned for a play, found a voice, and I haven't stopped since. And this is why I'm here. I love it. What what play was it? I don't even remember. So what it was. <laughs> so how our schools are structured in South Africa are very similar to the British school. So if you've watched Harry Potter in any way, you're going to know that they have the different houses in the school. Mm-hmm. We had the same. So interesting. Like, yeah. So we had three houses. It was Eleanor, Elton, and Elizabeth. Yellow, that was me, Eleanor. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> and so it was an interhouse play kind of thing. And at the age of 15, everybody knew me. It was a small town. People had gone to my mother's funeral, standing room only. Yeah. The whole town was distraught. I got up in a play to the piano, her favorite song, and I calmed everybody down. We don't know the power we have when we step into who we are. Yeah. We don't know because we don't, we don't celebrate those moments. We forget what they are. We power through them, never realizing that present, that gift of this present, right? So I don't even remember my dear, but it was, I'm getting up and I'm going to do it. And I watched everybody watch me. And when I took that first step on the stage and I thought the world was going to end and swallow me whole and it didn't, I thought, oh, okay. Let's do the next step. Yes. Baking, going, what are you doing? What are you doing? There's a part of me trying to drag me back. And I'm going, no, ma'am, not today. Carpe diem. She's gone. She's gone. My life is open and available to me. If I'm brave enough to take this next step up because I can see the stage and it's right there. And it's not my words. It's a script. I can do that. Yeah. I can do that. I love that. And I did. Yeah. You did it. You did it, it. And that opened up a whole new world, a whole new chapter. You stepped into an entirely new season. What was that like? So that is where it took off. And this is the magic of transformation, especially when you're kicking and screaming, scary, shaking, quaking, going, what the heck? And no one else around you is taking this example. You don't have this example. What happened was I didn't die. (laughs) I made the play. Thank goodness. So many of us, when we're facing these obstacles, we think we're going to die, but we don't. I made it. I got onto the play. I did the show and my character got ripped apart. (laughs) But guess what I did next year? I did it again. And I did it again. And then when it was my final school year, I had stepped into this discomfort and showing up and being like, it doesn't matter how scared you are. You have a life and she doesn't. Mm-hmm. do this do this let her see through your eyes because she's a part of me no matter what she made me I mean I take her with me everywhere I go especially when I look in the mirror yeah I became the prefect of the school the house leader the house captain play director we won everything that year. I'm non-athletic I am <laughs> not an athlete in any way but what I did Erin was I knew that it's never you alone 
that gets you to these places. It can feel lonely. And in that moment of that step, I did. I felt alone and I felt I was going to be swallowed up. But when I wasn't and I didn't die yeah. and I looked around and I'm like, I'm not really alone. People are cheering me on. I may not know it, but there's someone who's watching me going, oh, look at what she's doing. Hold on. I know. Hold on. She doesn't do this. What? What the heck? I got to watch this. Right. We all have that moment of voyeurism. Absolutely. Like, all right, let's see if she's going to fall because this <laughs> is going to be a good one. But this has elevated my life and I've taken the steps that were different. I went to New York as an au pair when everybody else in my school went to London. Mm. I went to Asia when my father said, no daughter of mine is going to Asia. I said, look, just give me a year in Taiwan. It's okay. Yeah. And that turned into almost 12. Wow. What did you do in your time there? I was teaching English. Love teaching it. English? Yes. But I did it safely. See, this is the thing. When you want to grow your life, I asked for a great big life. I said, God, just give me a great big life. I don't know how it's going to look. I don't know what's going to happen. Sure. But this is what I want. Careful what you wish for. It's going to come. It's going to come. Mm -hmm. Teaching English is a second language in Asia. I got in touch with so much healing. Yeah. So many alternatives to healing that I didn't, I wasn't even aware of. Mm -hmm. Love and understanding of how people perceived South Africans. Yeah. Yeah. Big lesson. Mm -hmm. Big lesson. But I taught them as well because they were used to seeing my face, my skin and going, oh, you're one of those. Mm -hmm. And here I am going, little happy person going, no, please show me the differentness because the more we're different, I found this. The more we're different, the more we're the same. Go, go say more T take us on that journey come on let's go okay so this is it <laughs> when I was growing up when I had all of these things happen to me and doing all the different things and everyone looking at me going this is not who you are this is not who we've known you to be I became the different one and sometimes those people can call you labels that aren't accurate like crazy and so I thought well if I'm crazy and I don't fit here let me go to the place where people are crazy mm -hmm. quote unquote this is the perception anyone who's different to us must be insane or weird or off the charts. And so I thought, I'm not fitting in here where everyone looks like me. Mm -hmm. Let me go where everyone doesn't and see if I fit there. Because yeah. we never know, right? And I went and I thought, let me see what it is to be treated as a minority. Aha. Because oh. the people that I met who were coming into my school showed me love. Mm. Taught me gently what privilege was when we had mm. the election. And they said, your life doesn't change. Mine can. Yeah. And I wanted to weep because I didn't want to lose my friend. Yeah. Thank God I didn't. Thank God. Yeah, sense absolutely. prevailed. But back to Taiwan, food was different. The minute I boarded the plane and I saw all the, mag all the newspapers and magazines in Chinese and Mandarin, and I can't read it. I thought, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> can't turn back. Plane's loaded. Going forward. Can't going forward. No, let's go. Let's go. And my idea of working in a village, and when I got there, the reality was vastly different. Cognitive dissonance, you're shaking, you're going, what have I done? Mm -hmm. But it's okay, I trust myself. What it came to was trusting myself. The food was different, the language was different, the people were different, the ways were different. I smelled different yeah, because of my diet. Mm -hmm. But it was getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. And looking around and going, there's love here and there's yes. welcome, there's curiosity and there's compassion and there's sharing and there's caring. And hey, in South Africa, hospitality is huge. In Taiwan, hospitality is huge. Hold on, wait a minute. 
were the same. Now I'm in Brownsville at the border with Mexico. Do you think I'm not finding similarities here too? Mm. Faith, family, food, yep. fellowship, and that little bit of fiesta. And a little bit of fiesta. Here we go. Yes. <laughs> this is it. But Aaron, I would never have had these experiences and continuing to have these experiences and trusting myself, even when it feels scary. If I didn't take that first step that first day, and if I didn't have that love. Yes, that's very similar. Not just the, I would say the, the premise, um, taking that first step, taking that first leap, and then the doors that it unlocks. It's like, okay, now I've lived all my life not knowing what it is to do this. Now I've done it and I'm not turning back. Let's move forward. Let's let's see what else we can accomplish. Let's see what else we can overcome. How else can we find that we have common ground? And how can we have those uncomfortable sometimes conversations and find and find the voice to speak up? That's it. That is the truth. Because like I said, I came from silence thinking my voice didn't matter. Mm-hmm. Here I am stepping onto podcasts on a global scale. <laughs> I mean, talk about overcoming, talk about turning pain into a purpose. And this is never a boast. It's more of an example and an invitation. Yeah. An invitation, because this is the truth. When we talk about manifesting and creating life and being conscious and intentional, we're going to get a lot of personal feedback. And that voice of judgment is going to come up over and over and over because it's a lesson. Here's something I tell myself every day. How does it get better? Mm. How does this get better? Thank you. Thank you for showing me. Thank you for clarity. Sometimes that clarity hurts. I mean, Lizzo told us truth hurts, right? She said it. She <laughs> sang it. We sang it with her. Truth hurts. <laughs> but there's something more exciting out there. There is something more exciting. How does this get better? Mm-hmm. How does it get better? And how can you demonstrate that so other people can can now have the blueprint so their lives can get better as well. So I think we're all here to experience that greater human experience is something I talk about all the time. And, mm-hmm. you know, when you were speaking about, you know, getting up on the stage, I wanted to also point out that there were people in the audience watching you do that and seeing that you had the courage. Now they had the courage to go out and do something as well, do something scary, maybe something uneasy, or, or maybe speaking up you know, and saying something that they maybe should have said, but now they saw you do it. And they're like, ah, I got this now. This is I it. got this, this now. We are, we are each other's lifelines, whether we know it or not, whether we like it or not. Mm-hmm. That's the truth. That's the, that's the word Ubuntu. So I want to bring that in. This is my, this is my South African heritage. And this is something I didn't learn from the cradle shall we say this is something I learned through change Mm -hmm. and through being open and through saying listen I don't know what I don't know but you know something I don't let's Mm -hmm. talk let's talk Ubuntu not the operating system but Ubuntu from South African point of view means my life is only possible because of yours and your life is only possible because of mine and this is what the inner work is Wherever you come from, you're going to see a lot of people trying to hit markers and people are going to be looking at Hay House authors and I need to do it this way. But that's not your story. Your story is different. 
I can look at the Hay House authors because I belonged always. But people who didn't always belong, don't try and hit markers. Hit yours. Make your own story. Find your own voice. Find the people that resonate with you. And they don't necessarily have to visually appear the same as you, but their story may be the same. How do we get those people unless we share? And you're going to get feedback. But here's the truth about the feedback. You're a mirror. You're a mirror to me and I'm a mirror to you. And whatever triggers in you and comes up is something that needs healing. And you're the only one who can affect a beautiful chorus has told us, NDRE has told us, I am what I seek. I have what I need. Please, if you're stepping into healing, your thoughts make your words, your words make your world. If you are struggling with voice, and I was for a long time, and if you are in a place in your life where it's, you're listening to me going like, Please, girl, you're privileged. You don't know my life. You're right. I don't. I don't know your life. I do know that struggle is universal. And I know that love is universal. Mm -hmm. And I know that the world over, we're needing so much more of this beautiful power we have. And we're all afraid of it. I want to ask you, all of you powerful, powerful people, the powerful feminine inside of you that we're also terrified of, because it's that feminine that's really going to elevate us. We got to sit in it with the chaos and the mess, right? It's messy. It's a lot. But we sit with it. I call it an SH1TUation, not a situation, but the other one. If you're in it, sit in it, okay? Mm -hmm. someone, has, someone has taken a dump on your day. It can warm you, one, because, you know, sometimes it's warm. But don't scream and shout. Don't throw it back. Use it for fertilizer. Use it to grow something that you want. Mm -hmm. because the feedback you're getting is often also a message of your work you have done. And if we all take a minute and just face ourselves and go, I'm going to scream out my frustration into that pillow, or I'm going to dance out my, my anger and I'm going to cry it out as I'm shaking my hips and tapping into this powerful body of mine. I'm not going to hurt someone else's feelings out there. Mm -hmm. And maybe if someone else does that, they're not going to lash out at me. That's the 1% I can do. That's the 1% I can do. And I'm not afraid of the power within me because that lioness who will fight for her cubs, imagine if she was scared of the power within her. Imagine if these animals were having existential crises. <laughs> <laughs> right? This lioness with all of this power available to her and she has to protect her cubs or feed them. And she's sitting there kind of wondering in her mess, am I powerful enough? I don't know if I should step into this power. Mm -hmm. like what if, what if they don't like it what if the other people what don't like it I don't want to yeah. I don't want to offend I don't want to uh step on anybody's toes maybe I'll just do a little yeah. bit and then I'll, I'll let, yeah. let's just no instead of just going full force right yes um I'm just a little bit of no girl be the fierceness you are if you're a kitty cat be a kitty cat mm -hmm. if you're a wolf be a wolf if you're a flower be a flower are you an entrepreneur or a small business looking to take your brand to the next level, then Visual Media is the service for you. Visual Media is a video production company who specializes in creating high-quality visual content for social media, websites, and online courses. Head over to Visual Media on Instagram and drop Resilience in their DM to get started. That's V-Z-U-A-L-M-E-D-I-A underscore to get started. But be who you are. Yeah, whatever it is, whatever yeah. it is, be that and be the best that and understand 
and I say this all the time, understand that your best today might not look the same as your best for tomorrow. That is okay. You don't get to, don't minimize your 110% because Mm -hmm. of a different day. It's a different day, different circumstances, different things going on. You're allowed to show up and give 110 every single day. And that 110 looks different. That's it. The showing up part is what counts. You said showing the magic up. words. Showing, showing up. up is that's the that's the that's the hardest part. It's like going to the gym, right? It it's going to the gym. Getting there is the mm-hmm. hardest part. Once you're there, oh, we going in, right? That's no it. problem. Yes. You can mm-hmm. you can do everything right. You can wake up early. You can pack your bags. You can take your pre workout if that's what you do. But you still have to put your shoes on and get there. Who's getting in your way? That's it. Who's getting in your way? Yep. Who is it? But let's actually break this down because this is something coming up with a lot of people. We are in an energy of a lot of change and people are feeling the flow and they're going with it or they're getting resistance. Yeah. I love to tell people you can fall apart or you can fall into place. It's your choice. Mm -hmm. So when you're getting and you want to go to the gym and you know it's for you, what is that resistance? Is it the voice in your head? Is it the voice of judgment? it's mm, yeah. a stinker and it's had a lot more time mm-hmm. than our empowering voice it's had a lot and it's got a lot more um support it does we've it does because we're our biggest critics yes yes we've internalized all that judgment and that judgment comes from the past but it also comes from people that was given the same they were given the same so here's something i learned recently that brought me to tears and this is something that i think is going to touch a lot of people especially deep breath, especially with what's in the media Mm -hmm. and the tragedies out there that we feel powerless to stop. Mm -hmm. Okay. We're not, we're not, but we need to take a deep breath and go, okay, which version of me is getting in my way? What age did I first hear this? I was five when I was first told your voice doesn't matter. Okay. So five-year-old me, I'm going to go back to her and on a post-it five-year-old me, deserves this gym because she loved to run. I'm going to put that posted by my front door. Mm-hmm. The other one was 15 year old me who was called fat and poked in the gut because I was developing at a faster rate than the other girls. Yeah. I wasn't fat. I was in flux. 15 year old me. She was so brave. She climbed a stage and she blew everybody's expectations out the water. What a freaking powerful woman. I'm going to put that post on that front door. And I'm going to go along and go along. And each version of me that heard that voice of judgment, I'm going to soothe and I'm going to build her up, mm-hmm. not just soothe, build her up and go, you are the one showing up for me because the truth of it is you are the one spending the rest of your life with nobody else. Stop looking. You yep. are the one you're spending the rest of your life with all that loving energy because we're so good at helping everybody else. Right. Tell me about we it. Are- so good. Fantastic. All day long. They, I, I say this a lot. Like if I could take my own advice, like mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd be unstoppable. And that, and that, uh, that sentiment goes across the board with so many people around the world that have that same, they can give the best information, but when it comes to applying it to ourselves, that self-love, there's something, mm-hmm. there's something there. And I always go back to, um, like I had a program, it's called Fight the Flight. And basically overcoming 
those scary and uncomfortable situations and finding ways. And the first step is to acknowledge, right? Acknowledge that there is something going on in the first place because you can't, you can't fix, you can't address, you can't observe until you acknowledge. So you acknowledge whatever that is, right? And then you have to move to acceptance. But before you can accept it, you have to understand it. So like you were saying, going back to, let, let's say, that five-year-old and, and healing and so, I, what you were saying, I'm sitting here like, yes, girl, talk your talk because mm-hmm. it's so true. It's so valuable. And mm-hmm. understanding where, how that seed got planted in the first place, right? We have a word. We have a word we're all missing. Compassion. Yep. That compassion. Compassion is, I always say compassion is the key to unlocking a world of possibilities. That's it. That's it. When we sit, we're sitting with that judgment and we're fighting back. And this is what a lot of people with endometriosis, and I say people with endometriosis because it's not just women, females, cis females that are affected by this. People with endometriosis have so much judgment. We hate our bodies. Can you imagine your home? your home, the one thing that they can't take from you is your body. Can you imagine hating that? Because we've been trained to, because we've been taught to, Uh because we've been invalidated, because this is not your world, this is somebody else's. Of course, we don't have compassion for ourselves because we haven't received it. And when in the past we asked for help and we told our ugly, uncomfortable, different truth, what happens? Uh For most of us, we didn't get the love and compassion so that is the key to a lot of unlocking your self-love and it's going to bring tears and this is beautiful because here's the other truth about your healing okay let's just really get (laughs) let's dive deep here Erin this is this is your resilience in action your healing journey is going to look different and there are going to be times when it's ugly ugly because what you're releasing is ugly yeah absolutely not your fault Mm-mm. is your responsibility yes so professor masero emoto japanese professor he's late but he go and look up his work guys this is beautiful talked about emotion and water okay and it takes this crystalline form very similar to a snowflake mm-hmm. so go and look at the different forms of emotion in water and think of what your tears essentially are you're releasing all this ugly emotion, all these ugly things that were given to you, the lies, the truth, the things that you've internalized, the beliefs, because emotion is energy in motion. And as you find ways, maybe you're breathing through it, maybe you meditate, maybe you journal, maybe you dance, whatever it is that you work it out, right? Because we have these different ways. Put on your NDRE, I do. I, I sing and I cry and I bless her and I'm thank you for your journey. Thank you for your heart mm-hmm. because you're making mine easier. But it's these beautiful things. And as you feel our innate healing ability, you stop judging yourself. And every time that judgment comes up, you say with compassion, would I say this to a stranger? Mm -hmm. Then why am I accepting it about myself? Yeah. Yep. That's the key. Mm -hmm. That's the key in that resilient and that clarity. Yeah. The clarity. clarity. And having fun and getting simple. Exactly. Do you remember learning about how our eyes worked? Do you remember that class back in school? How we see things. Go on. Yeah, we see things upside down, right? 
We see eyes upside down. Right. Do you remember that? Like back in the day, like this was the one thing that blew my mind when I was going through school. Uh, go ahead and dive in because this is the first time I, I'm hearing this. Yeah. This is something I take with me throughout life. Okay. Our eyes. Okay. As, as our society, we tend to think everything is separate, right? We've been given so many examples of separateness and we still are trying to ban, ban, ban. So it's separate, 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 separate. Yeah. But we're trying to learn everything is connected. So here's a great example. If you just trust your eyes, you're going to fall over every time because your eyes see everything upside down. Your brain flips it around. That's two processes. Mm. Two parts. And then you've got to learn how to walk. We don't remember how many times we fell over when we were learning to walk. We take it for granted. And so in any situation, especially if it's the one with the H in it, you're feeling overwhelmed and a lot, and that voice of judgment is really loud. What's the opposite of this? Mm. What's the possibility of the opposite of this? Yeah. And whatever comes up, man, it's powerful. It is. Woman, it's powerful. Them, they, all of us, inclusivity, however you identify, this is powerful. Mm-hmm. Just, it just takes a moment. That's just take a, take a moment. Take a breath. Mm-hmm. and give yourself that space and that grace to to show up and just accept that sometimes you're going to get things wrong, right? Sometimes things are, aren't going to go your way. Sometimes things, you know, it's just out of your control. Mm-hmm. But being willing to show up and, and authentically um, and I, I don't th- throw that word around lightly. I tell, mm-hmm. I'm, I usually tell all of my guests, we didn't even have to talk about it today because I just knew you were going to show up as yourself, right? But everyone, sometimes, uh, you know, my guests ask like, you know, can I say this? Can I say that? And I'm like, I want you to show up authentically as you are. I am not going to censor you on this podcast I want you to be who you are because I'm asking you to share your story and however that looks to you. I'm not going to, I'm, that's not my, my, my place to try to chop that up and try to put, we're not doing that. We're not doing it. Show up authentically as yourself, open, free, or maybe, maybe not, but we'll get there. We'll get there. Maybe not, but I always say, not yet. That's it. Not, Not yet. yet. That yet is is <laughs> is the difference between the the fixed mindset and the growth mindset. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. And you know, your healing is as deep and as wide as you want it to be. Mm-hmm. If you are not comfortable jumping in that lake and someone pushes you. What's that going to do to your healing? Mm-mm. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be chaotic. It's going to, you're not going to want to do it because you are drenched in fear because That's you're it. going to, you're, you're going to think you're drowning. That's it. But you can dip your toe in or you can just get to the bank and go, oh, this is the water. Mm-hmm. That's it. We, we, we feel, and this is something I love. And I find myself when I do it, I give myself some love. I would often find myself apologizing for canceling or re um, 
rescheduling an appointment mm-hmm. oh I'm so sorry blah, blah, blah. and I thought to myself why am I apologizing yeah. I'm doing what you require I'm giving you plenty of notice mm-hmm. I'm scheduling I'm giving you know we're sticking with the reason whatever it is why do I feel the need to apologize and I discussed this with my acupuncturist at the time because she did the same thing and I looked at her and we started laughing and I said Rocio why do we need to apologize to each other we understand each other perfectly what is this that's coming up mm-hmm. and she looked at me and we smiled and it was like, huh, well, isn't that interesting? No judgment. Yeah. Just really going as you're peeling the layers of that onion or whatever it is, you know, you, oh, let's talk about our favorite fruit. I love dragon fruit. Dragon fruit is just so alien and weird looking and there's different <laughs> kinds, right? But as you're opening it up, you think it's going to be hard to work with, but it's actually one of the easiest fruits to, 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 to skin or peel. Yeah. And you open up and like, oh, wow. And the real fun is when you eat the, the purple one. Thank me later when you go to the restroom and you take care of your body. Oh boy, is it an interesting experience. (laughs) (laughs) But it really is, as we're opening things up and as we're diving through layers, we're always going to have another obstacle that comes up. And the mistakes we make that we were taught not to by people who were trying to get us through a curriculum in a certain amount of time, can we give ourselves a break? That's how we learn. We didn't walk the first time. Imagine if our parents gave up the first time we fell over. Oh, well, you're never going to walk. That's it. Never mind. Mm-hmm. I have a story I want to share real quick about one of my students. One of my students. So when I was teaching um, in Taiwan, I taught different ages. My youngest student was a year and eight months. A year and eight months. Okay. My oldest was 83. So I had Love a really, it. Really- okay. So you all, all angles. All angles. Different angles. <laughs> Again, just learning. Your life is going to teach you so much if you let it, but you've got to, you've got to let go of what you think you are and love with loving compassion, loving compassion. I was laughing this morning thinking I'm a South African in America. And I'm like, you're not a South African in America, Christine. You're not, you're not a South African in America. Please stop. You're so much more. That's why you're scared of your power. So my students, two years old coming in, he couldn't speak. Mm-hmm. in his own language or mine he couldn't speak at all and his family had more students or more family members in the school because they people are quite they stick together family is so important there it's a collective mm-hmm. culture not individual culture and that's beautiful as well and so the family said we just want him to go through school this is the best school this was the best school in the country one of the best you know good system we love how you're doing things with the school we just want him to be okay you don't have to focus on him we don't expect much And my heart broke. Don't expect much. I'm like, this is just a child starting out. They didn't expect much of me either. My heart broke. And it was a coincidence that this child had a birthday right near mine as well. (laughs) I'm going, wishy-washy, fishy, let's go. (laughs) We're not wishy-washy. We're so powerful. And I watched. And I love to show Dora the Explorer because every Friday we had movie time right at the end of the day. And I put Dora the Explorer on because I was like, you're here to learn English. I'm going to throw a little bit of Spanish in there for just, you. Well. Just a little taste. A little bit, a little bit. <laughs> the sponges, this is when we learn. I'm like, exactly. let me give you value. You don't even know what you're getting. And I started to watch this child. And I asked his parents, I asked the Chinese teacher, ask his parents, what do you do with him at home? And what they did, because they had their own shop, breakfast shop, they were busy. They'd put him in front of a TV. So he had the electronic babysitter and no one expected much of him. No one expects much of you. You're not going to give anything. 
Hey, hey, hey. If you're enjoying this content, do not forget to rate and review. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, be sure to rate and review. It helps us reach more people in more ways. Now, let's get back to some resilience. So I started going, okay, let's watch. Let's get the Dora on. Dora said, say math, say math. And I watched him say math. And I watched him interact. And so I said, okay, we're turning off the TV. And he's with you in the kitchen. And he's with you and you're talking and you're engaging. That child opened up and he turned up to be one of my best speakers. Love it. But if no one expects anything of you, what are you going to do? You've got to do it yourself. It's your yeah. responsibility. That's where that comes in. It's not your fault. But it's, it's your, your responsibility. It is. Yeah. It is. And I love that you took the time to recognize. It just takes a moment. It does. It takes a moment for us to step outside of ourselves and look at, look at what's going on around us. Mm-hmm. So we can show up for those around us. And those are in our charge. That's it. And what have we done essentially? We've elevated our vibration. Yep. And those around us. Let's go. That's it. We've just showed up. Showed up in this moment, present. None of my mess. Just curiosity with compassion. Yep. What's really going on here? Mm-hmm. Because I was presented in a way that didn't work for me. So I took myself around the world and dumped myself in all kinds of different places. Had to learn a language. Had to learn a way of being. And I loved it. Yeah. And I'm thriving. Living a big life. Huge. We're just getting started. Just getting started. I'm 44 turning 45. Just getting started, Erin. Can you imagine? Big, big, big goals, big, big dreams, big, big life ahead of you. Yes. And I just want to take a moment really quick just to acknowledge you. Acknowledge you for showing up when it would have been so much easier for you to to go with the flow it would have been so much easier you know and 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 finding your voice and and standing on what you know in your heart of hearts to be true so i just want to take this time i know this is probably not the first time but i acknowledge you and i acknowledge all that you've done and all that i know you will do to impact everyone in your orbit and and life light years away thank you thank you what is that quantum entanglement quantum theory the molecule of my voice as i'm speaking it out with intention can touch a star light years away we have quantum computing it's teaching us so much about who we are the beauty of who we are so as a collective we're standing on a precipice and again we're both we're all given that choice of falling apart we have plenty of examples of that Mm-hmm. are falling into place and those are the examples we're showing each other I'm one example I'm not the definitive way of being and I'm not going to work for everybody but if it's resonating with you then please step up take it to the mirror like you said we can give so this is my thing with love if you struggle to give yourself love write down five people that you've shown love to okay write down what you did And how good it felt to do that. If you can contact them, ask them what it felt, if they're comfortable, Mm -hmm. what what it felt to be given love by you. 
And then I want you to take it to the mirror. Now, this is the hard one. People struggle with this. I have been on one of my clients for a year to do mirror work and she still fights me. Yeah. But let's go. Take it to the mirror and looking into your own eyes, give yourself the love you've given everybody else. Caution, get tissues nearby. If you haven't done this before, you are going to shift something in you. And it's a big one. But saying those loving words to yourself, feeling those emotions to yourself. And if you can follow up with, I love you for a minute or five boss level. Oh, that's a hard one. Five minutes of, I love you. That's going to be like two, three, four years down the line. (laughs) Okay. That takes work. That's a huge goal. That's a vision. But if you can do it five times, push through the discomfort. Mm -hmm. You're going to start something magical and we can all do this. This is free. It doesn't matter how much money you have or don't have. It doesn't matter how much privilege you think you have or don't have. It doesn't matter how much ugly and dark or how much light and beauty you have or don't have. Take it to the mirror, take it to a reflection and say, I love you. Woo. Yeah. I challenge <laughs> everyone to do that. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Yeah. I'm going to get some people to do it as well. Um, because we need that. We need we that do. affirmations, just words of encouragement. Um, yeah. Just, I love the the sharing of the systems and the strategies that you use and you encourage other people to use. Um, it's baby steps, baby steps. Maybe you just get to a point where, okay, now I can look in the mirror, right? Baby, baby steps. Um, we are conditioned to think that we're supposed to make this grandiose uh, movements and and so big steps. Yeah. We're not baby no. steps. So maybe, maybe today you get out of bed, right? Maybe tomorrow you get to the bathroom, mm-hmm. right? Maybe the next day you get a chance to put your hands on your sink and look in the mirror, right? And maybe that's enough. Then you walk away. Then maybe the next day you stand there for a little longer. Mm-hmm. It's baby steps that's going to make the difference. That's it. That's yeah. it. A way I started with it when I didn't want to face myself in the silence. You know how we wake up and we look a mess, right? Hairs everywhere. <laughs> you know it. So, this is what I would do. Wake up first. Oh, let's touch on hydration just for a second, because this is a massive thing. You're not going to feel better if you're dehydrated. Mm-hmm. And eight glasses is not the equation because your glass and my glass are different glasses. Yep. Okay. I'm going to give you a hydration equation. And this is something people usually pay for. So this is a big one. Oh, y'all, y'all. I hope y'all listening. I'm writing it down. Yeah, write it down, write it down. Because it's this is this is value, 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 value. Your weight in pounds, okay? Write that number down because it fluctuates. Mm-hmm. Your weight in pounds divided by half. Those are the ounces you should be aiming for every day. You see how it changes? Yeah. You see how it changes? Mm-hmm. So that's it. And where do you start? As soon as you wake up, because sleep dehydrates you. So have a glass of water either in the bathroom by the mirror, next to your bed, however you're going to have it. Have that glass of water ready. Chug it first thing in the morning before you even wake up. I'm not awake. Okay, here we go. Yep. And it's this facing yourself, messy hair, don't care. I go, oh, here's my Einstein moment. <laughs> and I laugh. <laughs> and I blow myself a kiss and I'm like, all right, let's go. What was it? I brush my teeth, I spit it out, I, I go, oh. <laughs> Oh, I lean forward. I look in the mirror and I say, pretty bitch. 
Yes. I love her. <laughs> oh, so many. So there are so, okay. I have to say Queens. There are so many Queens out there because past lives are real. And if we have been on this earth so many times, you know, we have all been Queens in some way in our past lives. Mm-hmm. Put your crown back on. Yep. And there are lots of examples. I am following, I think it's Miss Paula Fontina on TikTok. <gasps> Girl, cheerleader talk about find your cheerleaders they're out there they don't have to look or sound like you yep. in fact sometimes it's better if they don't mm-hmm. yeah because they're not they're not they're they're going to be the people that tell you what you need to hear not what you want to hear yeah that's it the yeah. best guru is the one i follow said i'm not here to soothe you i am here to disturb the shit out of you yep. he rides motorcycles too so i was like all right if you're here to disturb the shit out of me and you're not going to soothe me and things aren't soothing let's go what do you have to say mm-hmm. <laughs> i love it love it love it love it oh my gosh <sighs> but this is it you are gonna heal laughing is the way to do it laugh oh heck if we fall over we're gonna laugh we're releasing neuropeptides, we're boosting our immune system, and we're doing it for free. I don't have to pay $5.99 a month for that. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Let's we go can right all here, find yes. something to laugh at. Yeah. All find something to laugh at. And that's, I really think laughter is some of the best medicine out there. Oh, it sure is. Yep. That's um, grounding. Grounding. Ourselves and connecting. We need community. We sure do. We need community that we need to surround ourselves with, with that love, that light, that compassion, the empathy out there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's there. We just have to, we have to be, I won't even say open because we don't necessarily have to start by being open. We just have to be willing to go. We just have to be willing to show up. And then as you show up, you'll start to realize that you open up more. That's mm-hmm. all it takes. So let's just let's just show up let's just show up let's just show up one little trick you know when you're scared and you're finding your voice and you want to speak and you've got everything in your way and people go oh picture everybody naked no that terrifies me that terrifies me no but I I don't want to see that I don't want to see that I'm like (laughs) I do not need it what I say to myself is I'm not that different to other people. I've discovered this. I may look different, but I'm really not that different. And if I'm scared right now and I have fear and I have trepidation, chances are it stands to reason. So are these other people. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can work with that. Yeah. And that's something to think about because mm-hmm. I don't think, I know I've never, I've never heard it in that way. So mm-hmm. that even made me step back like, oh, that makes so much sense <laughs> right that makes so much sense like if mm-hmm. i'm if i'm standing on a stage that and and i'm terrified or oh the kidding right you gotta love have it. your babies <laughs> love it love it love it you know then then other people are too and mm-hmm. we can connect on and find common ground on that and the you know, and then, and navigate that together. That's it. That's really it. And that's where, that's why your authenticity matters. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm scared. You're scared. You know what? It's a scary world out there. It is. But it's less with community and sharing this moment makes it a little less scary. And each time we do the hard thing, the first time, 
we've done it the first time. That's it. You've done it the second time. Then it's not scary anymore. Yep. And before you know it, it's just what you do. It becomes second nature. It's second nature. Yeah. You get to choose though. You, you do. You, mm. you get to choose. So, and then also again, be very, very clear on what you're asking for because it's going to come whether you like it or not, whether you're ready or not. So if you're not ready, it's okay. Just get clear on what you're asking for because, you know, I don't want us to be out here asking for a bunch of stuff or something that we really aren't mentally, physically, emotionally prepared for. And then we just get thrown into it. And it's like, holy crap, what am I supposed to do with this? That's it. So, so let's make sure we're getting clear, having, having that clarity, um, Mm -hmm. pouring into ourselves because if we're not good for us, we're not good for anyone, period. I, uh, I don't, I don't care if you're a parent, you're a caregiver, you're, you're, you know, a guardian, it doesn't matter if you're not good for you, you cannot be good for anyone else. So that is super, super important. I always say audit your orbit mm-hmm. and I, and I always have to bring people back to, to who's at the center of that orbit. It's you. It's That's you. It. You are That's at it. the center of that orbit. So you have to make sure you're pouring into yourself as well. It is. It's true. You have to pour into yourself. And what you share with others is the overflow. Mm-hmm. Not ever what you've given yourself. Ever. Mm. The overflow. The overflow is what you share. Because here's the truth. You are the dream of all of your ancestors. Mm-hmm. You are the dream of all of your ancestors in motion, in action right now. They are supporting you from beyond your understanding. Pour into yourself, honor where you've come from, honor what you're stepping into mm-hmm. and where you're going to take not just your story, but their collective story. Pour into yourself, find your community, keep asking, keep growing, keep leveling up, keep learning, keep taking those steps. 1%, if you can't do 1%, do half, mm-hmm. do it. Your life is not a 90 minute show. If you want the great big house that costs a million dollars and you're struggling to keep $10 in your bank account, you're sabotaging yourself. Yeah. Yep. $10 in there first. Let's rewrite our money story. Yeah. But it's with love and compassion and taking those baby steps and connecting with people who want to help you. And pouring into yourself starts first thing in the morning with that glass of water. That's it. Hydrate, hydrate, and hydrate. If you're not sure, if you're, uh. <laughs> all shriveled up. No, we don't need that. We need you fresh, yeah. full, and ready to take on a day. Mm-hmm. Where can we find you on social media, and how can we support you? So find me on social media as Christine Vibrant. I am on YouTube as Christine Vibrant. I am also on Facebook as Christine Vibrant. I do have an IG as Christine Vibrant. That's kind of new. The IG that I have is endo e n d o dot coach.christine gotcha. just because I really want to elevate chronic illness without having to charge tons of money for situate for therapies that don't work being is my website so head over there being I see that every day is a good day to be better yes better me today better me version every day do also check into my podcast I have one called waking hope mm. and waking hope my next guest is actually a clarity catalyst coach she is a catalyst trainer celebrity coach TEDx talk um, so this is where I also share and you can email me at Christine at being share what's coming up because this is how we grow each other better. It yeah. really is these moments. I have free strategy sessions, free consultations. I'm not going to charge you until you're ready to work with me. 
Absolutely. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I'll make sure I'll put all that in the show notes. Thank you. There's a lot. I know there's a lot. I, no. want, I want to be accessible. A- absolutely. And I feel like when we are showing up and it's not like we're, we are just podcast hosts. We are so much more. I can see if we were just podcast hosts, it's like, okay, that's it. But we are showing up as coaches, consultants, speakers, authors, just people who want to pour into other people so they can have a greater human experience. We're so with that, the community. And with that, we have to be accessible. Now, that don't mean you're going to have access to me 24-7, but that <laughs> means that you, because boundaries are a huge thing, right? Well, I'm going to have to get you on a part two because we can, I know, I feel like we can have a whole episode just talking about boundaries. Because- boundaries and endometriosis because there is a need. There is a need and there are mm. missing millions and I want to get those millions the care they deserve love it absolutely we're going to do uh, you're a blessing i'm going to get wow. you on a part two are you, you is that something you you'd be interested in i would be interested in meeting you as often as 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 we can because this is how we build community this is community in action right here absolutely love thank you. you we're definitely going to get you on a part two before i get you out of here i have one final question for you you've been saying it all this entire episode but i want you to to really package it up for us are you ready Yes, ma'am. Okay. What does resilience in action mean to you? Oh, beautiful. Resilience in action. Mm, It's just all this energy. Let's take it to the mirror. Let's mirror ourselves. Let's put our hand in front of us. This is a good one. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm I'm with it. I love this. Resilience in action is loving myself, accepting myself with compassion and trusting myself every day. As I step into the higher version, tap into intuition and heal and heal and heal and let go and heal and grow. Resilience in action. Obstacles are going to come up. Those mistakes are going to happen. But I look at it and I'm like, wow, I've learned that's one way that doesn't work for me. Thank Mm -hmm. you. What's next? How does this get better? How does this get better? But look at yourself. Face yourself. You've got to get in touch. That inner work, that hard work and that heart's work. That heart's work. Yes. That's your powerful engine. This is, I see, we need part two, three, four, five, I think. (laughs) (laughs) I am with it. I am absolutely with it. I am, I am so there. We'll definitely get you back or back in here soon. Yes. Thank you so much. Oh, this has been a beautiful time. Thank you everybody for listening and tuning in. Thank you for giving us your attention and your energy and being present with us today. Mm. Bless you. You've been a blessing. Thank you so much. Thank you, Sarah. Take care. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate and review. And remember, resilience in action will always lead to a greater human experience.